Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello everybody, welcome to the What Culture Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Tilford, joined by Rich Hudson. Hello. I'm Josh Brown. Hello. My chaps, Modern Warfare is out and it's deliciously, beautifully brilliant, so we thought we'd dedicate a whole podcast to all sorts of things about it. You might want to call it a codcast. He actually remembered. Pod. I, I, I forgot last time Type. to call it a podcast. Yes, but anyway, I've got a, a handful of different sort of topics to lean on because there is some controversy around it, there's some sort of backlash, there's all sorts of uh, criticisms and stuff, but we've just mostly been having a lovely old time with it. It's we have. like you said before we broke up for the weekend, Scott, a codilay? Codilay? Like a holiday, yeah. but with cod in front. You definitely did. <laughs> I don't think and I said codilay. 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 That, Basically, no. there's, there's an annual holiday that comes alongside Call of Duty where everyone's encouraged to just get a bunch of like snacks and energy drinks and donuts in my case. I mean... And just be fat as hell. Playing just as all, of the, all of Amazon was screaming at me like, do you want to buy a box of Doritos <laughs> with some double XP codes? Because yeah. he, here's, here's 20 quid's worth of Doritos oh, and double man. XP codes. He's like, wow. It's like I've, I've, become, like I've become everything I thought I hated. But to be honest... <laughs> Indulging in it once a year, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good, good eh? I, I, d- I didn't have Doritos for my night. A pack of mini poppadoms. Oh, oh, it's tart. I was. <laughs> <laughs> I was having uh, Krispy Kremes and Doritos grab bags, but yeah, mini poppadoms. I, mean, I have mini poppadoms. That's yeah. good. Anyway, so um, yeah, I thought we'd open on just general thoughts because we can delve into like a whole sorts of different things going forward. But you guys have been playing since Friday night, I think. Yeah. Um, where are you on it overall, and have you had a lovely time? Oh, it's much better than I thought it was going to be. I was quite okay. hype in the run up to it. I enjoyed the beta enough but then all like the backlash sort of set in and I was wondering where I would actually fall in it going forward because every time a Call of Duty comes around you always hear the same things of mm. this is the best one in years it's really going to revolutionize the uh, series they're bringing in a bunch of new changes and often that amounts to actually quite little when you get down to the nitty-gritty of it but for me this was kind of both a throwback and a nice sort of entry in a new direction mm-hmm. like the overhauled gunplay is so good like just stupid. getting yeah. a kill in this game is just so satisfying and tactile and weighty the footsteps in this game which we'll get to are like <laughs> lumbering around you can't miss them it's like Godzilla walking about but um, <laughs> I instantly clicked with it in a way I didn't expect to because even though I have this Call of Duty holiday every single year I sometimes at least recently fall off it the bandwagon mm. quite quick Black mm-hmm. Ops 4 I re- remember really liking a launch and talking we to you about it we had a lovely launch weekend we did but then I just stopped and I'm hoping even though I say this every year I'm hoping 
that doesn't happen here because there is enough there both in the campaign multiplayer and I haven't tried Spec Ops yet but mm-hmm. there is enough there to hook me into it and all the different modes which we'll get to mm-hmm. are really tickling my pickle very good Rich you're also a COD veteran I think both of you guys play a lot more I play every year but you guys are way more hardcore on it than I think that I am hardcore um, but Rich would be the person <laughs> I would go to as someone who I think plays the most Call of Duty out of all of us yeah I yeah I'm the same as Josh I, I came out of the beta very very excited mm-hmm. um, I didn't I didn't expect to like the beta just as much as I did and thankfully going into it upon launch the multiplayer feels the exact same as it did in the beta whereas something like Black Ops 4 I love the beta of Black Ops 4 but I hate the game I've right. installed it I've mm. literally got rid of Black Ops really? 4 yeah I like Black Ops 4 there's a big zombies Treyarch fan I've gotten rid of Black Ops 4 I'm, I'm mm-hmm. done with that game um, but no coming back into Modern Warfare I you know I've gotten through the campaign I did it in one sitting um, it is a bit shorter than I, I was wanted say, how long to be. is it because both of I, I finished it. it in about five hours three, I would say like three or four really if you, yeah. if you manage okay. the main line it's, it's really like super short. solid it's not that long mm-hmm. it right. is good mind I, it's not it's not um, amazing it, it didn't it didn't punch me in the gut as much as World War 2 did because mm. obviously they were, they were saying this is really gritty and oh mm. we're going to do this and um, the points when I was meant to feel like hurt or concerned or sad I just thought wow I just had an emotional bypass <laughs> because <laughs> all, the, all those all those you know all those beats that were like right this is gritty this is gritty mm. this is gritty I'm like yep 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 no it's weird. it's not like, working for me like we'll, um, we'll stay away from spoilers for the campaign we might eventually do some sort of separate campaign breakdown or something yeah. but it's weird because I think that all the coverage pre-release has kind of done it a disservice like it isn't this immaculately well-written punchy gritty um, you know like sort of visceral thing about the reality of like global conflict like it just it picks and chooses from a handful of different things it's all fictionalized like my overall thing with the campaign is that I thought it was just like super messy I think that a lot of the pre-release sort of hype around it kind of made it feel like it was going to be this like super weighty incredibly focused like nuanced thing and I even like four or five missions in I just was I remember messaging you Rich and I just said Mm. it was I thought it was a complete mess I was like who the hell are the villains what do you want me to think and I just couldn't really get any of it but I think I was putting too much weight on it because of what I expected it to be Um, and it wasn't until about the halfway mark where you get a a 20 years ago flashback that actually that really recontextualized some stuff and it was only at the very end where I looked back on the whole thing and I was like okay actually I get like for the most part what you were going for yeah but it is quite messy but it wasn't like uh, the, the sort of misleading like subverting expectation to something like Black Ops which was mm-hmm. like okay what on earth is going on then suddenly you have the, the, the revelations twist mm-hmm. about what was happening with like Reznov and then it was suddenly oh now everything's fallen into place this is more just like yeah they couldn't find their feet mm-hmm. until halfway through the campaign I think that's a, that's a trope with the Modern Warfare trilogy the mm-hmm. original ones it's just that there's it's not as nailed down as I'd like it to be. Mm-hmm. That's why I always cite back to Black Ops. That's why I cite World War Two. Like it felt nailed down within its own little world, mm-hmm. and you had your own little team, your own little narrative to play with. This just feels like okay, it's it's on a global scale, but also not on a global scale. It feels almost like covert because mm-hmm. so much of it takes place on the down low. Um, in the grand scheme of the of the world, whereas like Modern Warfare Three is outright. Look, it's World War Three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it does kind of lose its pace a little bit. The, the the villain, as you said, is a kind of a bit like who is the villain? There's like, like which you know, I thought was the point, but then it's kind of not. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit. It's a bit of an interesting one. It's it's definitely made me excited for a sequel because I love the characters. Uh, yes. new, new Price is amazing. Price is brilliant. He gets some of the best dialogue in the whole thing. Um, we'll move on to multiplayer stuff. But like, yeah, yeah, in terms of the campaign, I think it's a, it's a solid, it's solid enough. It's recommendable. It's a, it's a solid, it like, sure. like, you know, again, I always go into these thinking, I just want I just want to have a couple of hours of killing stuff in a narrative sense, because <laughs> why not? Like I said, I, I, I really didn't realize how much I missed it last year with Blobs 4 getting rid of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted that bit of fun. And it was, mm-hmm. but it, it did finish 
a lot earlier than I hoped it would. It's weird. Yeah. I wanted it to finish another act later. I wouldn't be as surprised if there's like a, a Kotaku anonymous deep dive into the reality of making this campaign in such a short amount of time. And if that is something where they've... Because a lot of the maps are reused for multiplayer as well. And it's yeah, like you've yeah got there, are there are certain bits. Uh, one of the... Because we'll talk about Spec Ops in a bit, but it's mm-hmm. like split into two. You've got your, your new version of Spec Ops, which is the big open world thing they were playing out in the trailers. And then you've got the classic Spec Ops. And literally the first level of that is just one part of the campaign just lifted up yep. and just plopped into Spec Ops. Mm-hmm. And it's like... Right, okay. Yeah, it's a, which is kind of like a feeling, like I said, like in, in a bunch of different levels, you can kind of see where they reuse stuff and they've like bolted the cuts. I mean, you know, that's that's always the case in mm-hmm. COD games. There's never any completely original maps aside from DLC maps, mm-hmm. at least in the launch game. But yeah, there are parts of this that think, okay, they had this rough, like here's our main bulk of stuff. Let's just make everything from that. But the different, the spin on that is I, that I see with Modern Warfare is it's it's more, it's less of it in reality but it's also more refined mm. I feel mm-hmm. it's not like the most perfect Call of Duty trust me we'll get to things like that <laughs> but I do feel like they went for quality over quantity and I think they did manage to nail that this yeah, time yeah yeah so we'll we might as well pivot into the vast majority of this can just be on like multiplayer thoughts and maps and everything else yep. um, because that's the thing that we've definitely played the most of um, I guess by proxy because the campaign is so short um, but in terms of like new gameplay stuff you've got like the sliding the mounting the weapons um, aiming while reloading or whatever um, what did you guys think of the like the change in the general pace of play because I'll say that it took me a, a, about sort of four-ish levels I think you unlocked the M4 at about level six um, and that's when the multiplayer really started to click for me because I kind of thought that the starting weapons were a bit naff and I just like I couldn't find that balance between like the run and gun and the, the weighted out sort of thing and obviously like a lot of the controversy around the way that you play is centering on people uh, camping all the time like a lot of people think that a lot of the new abilities encourage camping um, because you can't sort of just run and gun anymore like you need to kind of hang back a bit and um, for me I'd found like I said after about level 6 I it really started to click and I just like just I just love the pace of it I actually kind of got into a zone where I'm advancing constantly but I'm not running into everything and um, it does let you do that if you want like you can slide into battle and kill someone as you're sliding around a corner or whatever um, or you can just hang back and, and mount the corners and stuff like that um, what do you guys think in, in terms of all the new stuff yeah that's kind of where I'm at on it because when I was you know playing the beta and stuff before launch I was kind of worried that they were trying to do this really slow almost Rainbow Six Siege inspired uh, you know combat um, mm-hmm. style but it's not like that I don't think it's very classically COD yeah. but not COD in the way where you're just sort of sprinting around because to me when I was playing stuff like Infinite Warfare the focus on that was just f- sprinting you know whipping out your aim down sights as fast as possible yep. and killing the other person whereas this it is it's not necessarily slower because you're still engaging with people quite often, mm-hmm. but it's weightier. It is a sort of, you have to be more methodical in your planning and your aiming and you have to actually, you know, take your time. If you are just sprinting around, you're going to get shot either yes. in the face or from behind. It just doesn't work. So it's not necessarily that for me that like the pace is slowed. It's just that your movement is slowed, which kind of sounds like a weird discrepancy. The TDK thing, like that seems to be something that's being held up as like a, you know, like a negative. But like for me, I love the fact that there's, you have Actually, you actually have time to read an opponent and like you know fire back like crouch go prone whatever like fire something back and have an altercation as opposed to like I said like Black Ops 3 and Infinite Warfare like you looked at someone and you were dead like it was yeah. everyone had the quick scope mods uh, or quick draw mods and it was like how fast can you hit like L2 R2 or aim and shoot um, and that for me was really off putting yeah but, um, how have you found it uh, I, <laughs> I've I've really liked it mm-hmm. yeah I mean you know I one of the big praises I have for Blops 4 was the, the TDK being a lot uh, slower mm-hmm. Um, give you more time in battle and I think they managed to hit a sweet spot between the Mm. two because when I went back to Black Ops 4 multiplayer very rarely I did feel like it felt 
too slow eventually right. mm. so i think they've hit a middle ground perfectly but the thing that i mean i'm, I'm very much used to sliding around mm-hmm. i've been used to that since blops three mm-hmm. uh which was obviously replaced the dolphin diving which i now don't like when Actually, i go when back I said to sliding, them. i mean in this kind of context like they haven't done like a modern warfare one where you can slide it's always been like a future escape yeah, yeah yeah but is yeah. it like the, the sliding mechanic and the, the, the movement that's you know it's very similar mm-hmm. to what blops three and four had i'm assuming infinite warfare two mm-hmm. but the thing that's really gotten me is the mounting Right. I did mm. not realize how much I would end up using it and how useful it really is. Mm-hmm. It, it, the thing about it is, I don't know what it is like to be against people who use it because I've not. I don't think I've seen many other players actually do mounting mm. in this game because there's so many surfaces you can actually do it on. I don't think that many people know how to do it, which like, is interesting. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, I don't know what it is map to for you guys on the controller. It's, the, it's melee, like you just aim and click the right stick. Interesting, because yeah. I mean, I did have to remap mine. Uh, on my PC to a different key but I've now gotten used to hitting that when I'm going around a corner so I can sit against a wall Mm -hmm. and I can scope down a site the only thing is it almost feels like head glitching which is still a thing Yeah, I hate the fact that head glitching is still a thing there's a certain point on one of the maps where there's just um, I can't remember which one it is it's got like a big road around the outside of it there's like lots of apartment blocks and there's a point where there's like a double door and there's like a flower bed almost and people just sit against that (laughs) and look through the door and head glitch from Uh, there which is a bit of a pain but yeah mounting is stuff i've used so much mm-hmm. and it's so useful when i'm running down a corner to think okay i can actually like almost poke my head around this corridor before i run down it mm-hmm. in order to, uh, until i find some guy at the other end like i have the time to react and actually double check that point yeah, yeah. and also when you are mounting your recoil is like minimal yeah yeah so you, if you are like in a you point where you, where you can tell <laughs> that people are coming on this corner i can just sit there and be like yep here they come yeah Done. yeah yeah just two people down mm-hmm. i think they've got a nice balance for it because when you see something like mounting you might just assume that someone's going to sit at the back of the map you know peek the head around a corner and just you know use that sort of lane is there sight lines mm -hmm. to move everyone down but the way the maps are designed you can't sort of camp at least people are complaining about camping yeah. and there are sort of buildings where you can just sort of hunker down but there are so many entryways and so many ways to get killed yep. that I don't think you can stay in one place for too long totally. you can sort of hunker down for a couple of seconds to get like the lay of the land or get yeah, someone yeah. who's coming down mm-hmm. but if you stayed there for a minute or 30 seconds someone will find someone you, will find you yeah. and come around your flank and, and you know, take you out that's mm-hmm. the thing that the, the the map design is another thing that's been criticised mm-hmm. because they've, they've finally started to f- be more flexible on the three lane formula as much as we know that kind of works mm-hmm it does get kind of boring and it makes the maps very, yeah, yeah. very similar. But yeah, I, I've had, the only problems with campers I have had have been area camping, building camping, not right. specific mm. spots. And even then, like when we were playing last night, there was one dude who was just sitting on a stairwell with a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> Easy peasy got him because yeah, it's like think... you're just staying in the same spot. People have managed to move past that mm-hmm. point. But area camping, it's still very annoying. Yeah, <laughs> Don't yeah, get I mean, me wrong. I guess it's like, it's, at some point, like camping is just a reality of like online play. It's Call of like, Duty. People are going to yeah. camp. And I think like it's just yeah but like like you were saying it's become this like focal point and it's like i don't mm. think that i just i don't see that as a valid criticism like i i get i get the like i said the proliferation of the fact that people want to camp to some degree but like i don't think it's like it's like you said you can always get the flank you can always get the um the drop on someone and um, and i haven't found it to be like a massive issue yeah like it's it's, it's just weird because i feel like you know people who've been playing call of duty religiously for the past few years and mm-hmm. been in these faster paced environments now that they're having to sort of slow their movement down mm-hmm. and be more considered because the time to kill is so you know short and limited that you do need to 
be considered. You need to, you know, not rush from point to point. Mm-hmm. You might have to take your time to get through a building, and you might get a couple of kills in mm-hmm. there. You might like end up accidentally camping when you're just sort of slowly moving your way through. It's mm-hmm. not sort of, it's not the same kind of camping. I don't feel. At least I've not encountered this yet, mm-hmm. uh, where you just sort of in a corner and you just get no, killed. No, you by just wait for people to come through a door. door. Yeah. And it is yeah. that change of pace that was the thing that I really had to get used to because I'm very much a run- like my favorite first person shooter is Titanfall 2, and it's like I and Halo, and I love those games that like it's constant engagement. You're always running in and fighting and ducking and sliding and doing whatever so like for me I always play Call of Duty that way and you kind of can't play this one that way if you're running and gunning like you said the amount of angles that are descending on you at once you're just going to get taken out so you do need to be more considerate and once that started to click I found the whole thing just made so much more sense mm. and they they do walk that line between you know they're borrowing like we'll talk about Grand War like you know they've borrowed like the open like massive map stuff from Battlefield you've got the mounted cover and the more tactical angles game of Rainbow Six Siege like they've kind of they're bringing stuff in from the competition but yeah. enough that still retains the core Call of Duty feel or at least we would that's say that's it and I love those maps you mentioned there Rich that they've moved away from the sort of three lane design and that's what really put me off the last couple of Call of Duties when I was playing these different maps mm. even though they might have been visually interesting mm. it was it was never dynamic I felt like I was dying the same way every single time totally. I was going down the same routes every single time yeah. and these aren't sort of you know suddenly elaborate or big but there's enough variety to them there's enough verticality to them mm-hmm. that I'm not just sort of taking the same routes and you know doing the same thing every map so there, there are different segments that are in use for the most part there are some bad ones which I'll get to that funnel is there down Josh Brown specific parts there is one in particular <laughs> Scott that I'm going to get to but uh, like the map that we were just talking about there like there are so many different buildings you can go in which mm-hmm. you know encourage their own mini little engagements do you mean the Azir Cave one uh, no but so, that is a really good one work? yeah that, that was the, the one, one with the trams yeah, on it the one right, with the right, trams right. Uh, but the, the cave one for instance that is awesome because in a game you know in a Black Ops 4 or something if you had the inside the cave and outside the cave they would just be the straight three lane thing yes. you'd have the sort of intersection in the middle but there is so much kind of density to each of the maps mm-hmm. and the way this weaves in and out it's not just you know two teams walking down either side then restarting because the spawns have swapped then yep. going back it's it's a weird interplay of these different sight lines combined with the interconnectivity of it like mm-hmm. I love in that cave map where even though you're fighting, you know, trying to get from one end to the other, there is so many sort of ways you could get, like, blindsided. You have to be constantly aware of it, and it's a lot... It's finally got to a point again where I'm really wanting to learn the intricacies of, like, each map and know where a team might be at a certain time or what I have to look out for mm-hmm. and kind of like dominate an area which might translate to camping but I don't think it no, is No I mean I I, like, I had that feeling when I was playing on Azir like last night because it was just like I had, I'd lucky enough to do a nice little kill streak or whatever and I was like I just popped the UAV and I was like I'm going to go hunting I'm going to go into the Azir cave and you get used to where people are going to be and yeah. just after a while like yeah like whether they're new players or whatever like you do get used to how to move through that map with confidence um, and you can sort of like pick off people coming in and it makes sense that they would come in through certain bits that you get used to or whatever um, yeah, it's weird because like obviously they've they've kind of like experimented so much with doing away with the three lane thing. I love the new map system, yep. um, or the new maps in general. And like again, it's controversial, but I like I think it just gives it a breath of fresh air. Like mm-hmm. I, I want to apply these new gameplay systems to a more open ended feel. Yeah, I find the maps more memorable. I mm. find it easier mm. to learn a map when mm. it is more unique because the the amount of times you think, okay, I'm, I'm going this way, and then you realize, wait, no, I'm in the wrong lane. I've got it pictured all wrong. <laughs> Whereas you've got very specific, like almost like aesthetics to look for when mm-hmm. you're running about the certain maps like the like the uh, St. Petersburg which we played I think we played that most 
last night. Yeah, last okay, night. It kept, it, we yeah, popped yeah, the same yeah. map over and over again, but it meant Fucking I was learning. Yeah, <laughs> I was learning that map more and more and more, and I was sticking uh, to like the left-hand side with all the buildings versus going along the long sight lines. But even then, they've removed the long sight lines, which helps so mm-hmm. much in that process. I'm used to playing uh, shooters with non, like, I don't say linear, but like no, not, the maps aren't based on three lanes. Playing mm-hmm. stuff like Team Fortress 2 and Half-Life 2 Deathmatch and stuff like that, they, those maps are not based on any kind of system. They're based right. on what the design of the map would be or what the game mode would be. Yeah. So, you I, know, a three lane a three lane map in any other title would just seem it just wouldn't work. No. I yeah. just think it facilitates like those sort of mini kind of battles that make for great stories when we were playing that map even though we had it over and over again like you said Rich when there was the guy camping on the stairs with the shotgun because I know you, you got you a couple you times you got me well, a couple of times <laughs> my god that shotgun has some range in it but um, yeah it became, it became a sort of personal vendetta to yeah, hunt yeah. this guy down but then that sort of building became a focal point for this sort of battle the rest of the map might as well have not existed at that right. point because I was just focused on getting in there and sort of throwing flashbangs up the stairs and trying to hunt him down <laughs> and anything that can sort of make me forget that I'm sort of in this kind of artificial space and in an actual place mm-hmm. is like a, a bonus for me the fact that I have that story I don't have anything like that from Black Plus, Ops 4 no matter even though I enjoyed that game yeah. I don't have the same well, there was of that map in Black Ops 4 that connection. was just that um, was it Chinatown it was like that one big map and there was one one like destroyed roadway in the middle and there was a, a couple of like sort of houses to the side or whatever we ended up putting it at the bottom of the uh, when we ran called the Black Ops 4 it's called, like, wasn't it like, like gridlock I uh, maybe gridlock yeah oh just, sorry I Oh, blocks. Yes, I do know which yeah. one you mean. And I that just funneled everybody yeah. into one spot, mm-hmm. and it was terrible. I think another thing in, t- in terms of um, the new way that the maps are laid out is that they've split them based on the mode. Like, 2v2 maps are incredibly tight and small. You have the ground wall ones that are absolutely massive. Um, there's the 20 TDM or 20 domination uh, maps that are, like, slightly bigger, and then the yeah. regular-sized maps for everything else. Um, I just love that because it, like, it lets them sort of specialize, play towards that mode over and over again. Um, but, yeah, I guess um, we talk about ground wall in terms of, like, bringing across the battlefield type stuff. I don't like it that much because I'm not a fan just in general like i said i like to prioritize engagement i don't like modes where you run for like 10 minutes don't need to get shot up the bum yes and restart again and um, whereas i think you've been playing that the most scott tilford i will say that, <laughs> that is not the mode i, I think oh. this is way more immediate than you're giving it credit for okay. i have bloody loved ground war <laughs> i'm not i'm not gonna lie to you in the run-up to it i knew it was this big sort of uh mode and I, I think it goes up to 100 players not quite now right. but that's the plan going forward and i didn't really know what it was going to be had i known it was just going to be battlefield light i'd have blown my socks off a few few weeks ago because i jumped into it just expecting a kind of bigger team deathmatch right. or whatever and then was blown away by the sort of some vehicles, you know, there's, some vehicles there's a lot of different spawn points it really did feel like a more like a quicker battlefield three or four which to me is a good mm-hmm. thing and i there's there's a sense of verticality to it you have those sort of like the city levels camping. From, no you don't have camping no. scott because there's too many <laughs> places to go there is the the city one i can't remember what it's called but you can go up like a big skyscraper and stuff mm-hmm. and for me i had so much fun i threw on overkill i think i think it is yes He's- and i had the m4 with the uh sort of the longer sight whilst i was running with a sniper rifle as well nice. and it just felt so satisfying to run from point to point because as much as i love team deathmatch and domination and stuff i do feel like it kind of gets potentially samey with the objectives once i've played a, a few games of team deathmatch i've kind of had my fill whereas mm-hmm. with ground war because there's the map's so big and you've got all those different objective points mm-hmm. running like no two games is ever the same mm-hmm. you don't have the destruction of battlefield but you get something in the immediacy of it that, to me that is the perfect distillation of like the two different kind of um styles of mm-hmm. battlefield and call of duty into this 
epic sort of thing because World War II fl- flirted with it with the war mode, mm. but that was nowhere near as big as this is. It was yeah, already accomplished. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and this yeah. just for, for me, it's ah, it, it, it hits all the best parts of kind of Battlefield and all the best parts of Call of Duty mm. into this. It's kind of what Homefront did, which is weird. I know that sounds <laughs> really bad to compare it to a game that nobody liked from nine years ago or whatever, but it it has that. It's it's if Homefront was good. Right, and right. I don't know what that means to you, Scott Shelford, but I to me that means a lot. Home, I remember the very beginning of it, but my it's, it's interesting with this though in terms of like what the new, this new Call of Duty brings to the table because the thing that I love like I said is engagement and I love the 2v2 mode that's my favourite thing like alongside TDM and, and Domination um, but I love the, the 2v2 uh, I can't even think what the hell they call gunfight. it gunfight um, gunfight where it's just like <laughs> like everyone spawns with the same loadout it's randomised every time but like if you have a sniper rifle everyone has a sniper rifle they tell you where, where the um, enemy spawns they have an outline and so everyone you know what you're up against straight away tiny little maps um, and I love that that's just like condensed Call of Duty in a nice little sort of package but as much as that satisfies me, I love that they can also release a game that also has the complete opposite, this yeah. big freeform battlefield type thing. Um, but just the fact that they can do both yeah, that well is great. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. For me, all of these extra modes are the most accomplished uh, they've ever been, Mm because even though Call of Duty has always been, you know, TDM, Domination, Headquarters, whatever, those core um, game modes, they've Mm -hmm. they've tried to branch out in other titles. They had, like I said, the water mode in World War II, and they've always been good, but they've always felt like a bit of an afterthought or, you know, something additive, something on top, something extra, Mm -hmm. whereas in this game, you have those core modes, but Ground War and Gunfight, they don't feel just sort of tossed in there. Yeah, there might be fewer maps, but they're way more robust and they're way bigger and they're way more intricate and they do facilitate another style of play Mm -hmm. that gives you just more bang for your buck and more variety. I don't, when I go and play Modern Warfare now, at least for the moment, I'm not getting bored after a few Mm. um, missions because I'm craving the complexity and I can find it in these other modes. I think that's why they haven't uh, rolled out all the modes at once either. Even over the weekend, they added the 20-person TDM and Domination um, but that didn't start that way on Friday. But um, which modes have you been playing in general? To be honest with COD, I basically just play TD and Dom. Right. That's, that's more my thing because like I tried out Ground War on the beta and I just thought this the way that I would go about this mode and how I would play this does not fit with how everyone else plays right. it mm. because I you know when I play um, any when I play TD and Dom I'm very much a running gunner I'm always running around mm-hmm. like headless chicken but um, <laughs> with, with a gun yeah with with war mode uh, war mode uh, with Ground War it's more of a 
I, this is the kind of thing I would take it slowly but that doesn't always account like it doesn't mm. fit within what everyone else is doing mm. because the first time I jumped in everyone just jumped in the vehicles and went way <laughs> drove around and started shooting everything and it's like oh, okay this is how it's going to be yeah. so I was like yeah this, is, this isn't for me if this was taken a lot more seriously because even like war mode in World War 2 people took that quite seriously and mm. I think it's because it was more of a focused like linear like look this is your objective go and do this mm. whereas in war it's just like five point domination it's like yeah. Yeah. points in Team Fortress 2 mm. um, I applaud them for, for doing this I applaud them for being able to do oh obviously- totally it's not something I'm criticising no. No, no. It's a definite, like a brilliant thing that they've added in, especially mm-hmm. for people that like Battlefield. Um, I've never personally clicked with Battlefield, so Same. you know it's not really for me. But I still get my game modes that I like. Mm-hmm. Like I can play TDM Dom. I can make my own playlist, which is the best thing because I can turn off um, things like Search, which I tried out the other night, but it doesn't play like Search does back in Modern Warfare Two, which made me really sad because <laughs> everyone's like, "Let's go loud and try and get the first kill." Rather than I remember <laughs> being, playing uh, Search back in Modern Warfare Two with my friends, and it's like we were taking it so seriously, and the other team were taking it so seriously right. and it was great and now everyone's just like let's kill everyone as quickly as possible yeah I let's love the plant thing, the like, bomb for points and nothing else <laughs> i've actually dove into the custom stuff yet but i think you were saying before we came in that you can use these smaller maps i yeah modes. i had a play it's around genius. in private games last night because uh, you know we one of the things that we were really really quite sad about in the beta was there was no means of doing gunfight right. privately mm. uh, which really sucked mm-hmm. but yeah i was having a, a play around and it kind of reminds me of black ops one where you can make your own game modes almost but you get so much play mm. you can get the i think it's five gunfighter maps they have uh, something like that four yeah, or five of them yeah. you can yeah. take those and you can do anything on them brilliant whether they have any set spawns for things like um, domination and search or demolition If uh, is demolition even in I don't think it is not yet but like I don't know whether you can do that but I definitely I went on to the outdoor like uh, firing range uh, map I don't mm-hmm. think it's the stack it's called or something yeah um, and I just played like a four-person free-for-all. I was mm-hmm. running around with a car 98 with a red dot side. That's how I wanted to Just having a bit of fun, really, just trying out. But it's like you get this massive freedom, which means we can do... We can go on to uh, the, the Gulag shower block and do snipers <laughs> only with thermals God, and stuff. God, that would we be can ju- we can just We can just do that and make and have a, a complete mess around. We need to do that, but like... Yes. Yeah, it looks like, again, the flexibility that you would expect within uh, private matches is still there. All mm-hmm. the attachments, all the weapons are completely unlocked. Um, so you can make whatever you want and have just a great time doing it. I'm a ginormous yes. fan. So I've written down also um, so maps as well because like there's some of the maps like I said have kind of got like controversy around them. I know Josh is ranking them right now. I am I'm right a video now. version at some point. Um, <laughs> so I've like highlighted some of these. Um, the biggest one that people seem to not be able to decide whether they love it or hate it is uh, Euphrates Bridge, which is the one that has the big massive bridge in the yep. middle. Yeah. Um, they have the spawn points on either side of it, and one of the if you play Domination, one of the points to take is the very middle of the bridge, which is already elevated in the first place reminds um, me of the um uh the there was a there was a map in world war ii which had like a, a big cannon that was oh, being okay. transported by uh by rail and that was slap bang in the middle of the map and they yeah, had the, the flag on top of that reminds me of that uh-huh. sorry moving no on. no like i did similar in terms of like the approach to it because the the reason i think a lot of people hate it is that everyone says that like whoever, whoever takes that middle point then dominates the rest of the match i can personally say that that's not the case because I mean, me and a bunch of friends took it back and it was amazing i don't mean to sound like an old man who's played this game for a long <laughs> time it's like have you ever played domination in your life yeah exactly the like, B flag is always an absolute bastard. That's why it's yeah. called, that's why it's the B flag. Yeah. It's a bastard flag. <laughs> it's always it's always in a really horrible spot. There yeah. is not a map in this game mm. that doesn't have B in any Call of Duty game that doesn't have B in a horrible middle, yeah, yeah. like slap bang middle of the map, massive choke point. That's that is always the flag that mm-hmm. turns the tide of the game. So the yeah, I, I, I get it. I get mm-hmm. it completely because, like I said, it's similar to the um, the the map in World War Two. Although that one had a much more sort of enclosed and smaller space around the B flag. 
Um, but my personal experience with that map is like the first map I think I played right. in mm. the full release multiplayer and mm. I had a bloody great time. Well, it's, it's weird because I think it encourages you to, to double down on the pace that they're setting. And once everything clicks and you realize how you're supposed to move through these maps and how much you're supposed to balance running and gunning and potentially holding out and moving slower or whatever, when I finally methodically kill by kill, smoke grenades and whatever, took back the bridge, like, you know, kill like, bit by bit, that felt amazing. And I was and that felt completely purposeful and everything that they're playing towards. Um, you know, and you can apply that sort of methodology to all the other maps as well. Um, but that's the thing. I think that a lot of the, the criticisms around that map come from trying to run and gun it or trying to just sprint in from both sides. Yeah, if, you, if, you're, gonna, if you're gonna run straight up the stairs onto, onto the bridge and think, yes, let's do this, <laughs> you're not gonna get very far. Like, yeah. there was a point, I will admit, when I ended up on the bridge, but I'd come up the stairs on the enemy side, right. and then we're getting pinned off the other side, and I could literally just look down the bridge and just pick people off mm-hmm. as they came up right. the stairs, because everyone just kept running at yeah. me, and it's like, Sure, I you think because that's in, what happens. No one was throwing, no one's throwing a cautionary grenade up. I'm, me- mm. I'm mega like I always go for the perks, give me extra flashes and extra frags, yeah, so I can have the ability to be able to like, like get the lie of the land on an area by throwing a grenade up there. No one was doing that. I Everyone was just running straight in. It's like, well, if that's how you're gonna do it. Uh-huh then that's what's going to happen. It's like the guy who camps on the stairs with a shotgun. If you uh-huh. keep running in, expecting to kill him by literally just running in through the front door and getting lucky, you're going to keep dying. True. And that's your fault. I think because we're within like that initial launch window, like obviously there's a lot of teething problems. There's a lot of people getting used to which strategies work per map. And mm-hmm. I think that that's obviously resulted in a lot of people saying, oh God, I don't like this because it does directly challenge the way that you play Call of Duty or maybe the way that you have done yep. in the previous exam- um, previous installments. Um, another one is, um, well, actually, Josh, what do you think of your fatigue bridge? Right, I, I, I've been... Been quite yeah, the I know you guys, and it's not the bottom, but it's it's quite far down the bottom. Because <laughs> even though Rich, you kind of summed it up there, there are a lot of people who just run into that bridge. And if you're on that team with the people who just run into the bridge, you're gonna have a miserable time <laughs> yeah. on, this, on this map. It's <laughs> not the map's fault. It's not the map's. Well, it kind of is, but also mm. isn't. You know, it's, it's a mix it's, of both. It's a choke point. It's a design decision. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And I have had good um, games on there when things have been more balanced. But if you get on a crappy team and you're just pinned <laughs> down, <laughs> it's it's not not fun because it's it's good to sort of hang back. You know, whip out a sniper or whatever and start getting quite a lot of kills and covering those flanks. It just doesn't make for me for interesting sort of gameplay. Mm. When that happens and I'm on a bad team, I just sort of accept defeat and just look at the timer and think, right, I'm going to sit at the back. <laughs> I want to get a lot of kills, but I'm not going to have any fun doing right. it out of spite, Call of Duty. <laughs> I just know what you to mean. Spite you. But uh, there are moments when, you know, you do take the bridge back and that's awesome. Mm. Just, I feel like the map itself. It could be good, just it's a bit one note for me. Like the best part of mm-hmm. it is storming that bridge and fighting over the bridge, and that can be cool. Mm-hmm. Just I think the other maps around it have a bit more going for them, a mm-hmm. bit more variety. So it's, it's not like a multiplayer bad. set piece. It's just down the yeah, it is. That's what yeah. it feels like. But once I played that five times, I don't know if I want it anymore. I see what you mean. I think, um, like I said, I think that because it does exemplify what they're going for in terms of the overall way that you play this versus the older, the last few cards or whatever. I love it for that. But I can totally see the like the fact that it is, like you said, kind of potentially it's, one note it, again. Though this this sets it apart from something like Black Ops 4, the bad maps in there, I hated outright. Yes. I couldn't see any potential for them to even be good. Whereas with this and Piccadilly, which I have a bone to pick with, yeah. I can see the potential for them. Uh-huh. I can see why in the scenarios where they could be good and how if things are changed or things are tweaked, they could be really good maps. They're still mm. memorable. I've had good times on them. So there is the potential for them to get better in the not complete write-offs like some of the Black Ops 4. So let's, let's talk about Piccadilly because that was the one before we came in that you wanted you wanted to talk about. You've... It sucks. It Scott does not suck, JB. It absolutely it's sucks. Good. No, it's visually interesting. The idea of it being You're in you know, London, you've got the big <laughs> the big hologram things, yes. the advertisements have been thrown off there. Uh, you've got the buses <laughs> in the middle, you've got the big circular 
sort of flow of it. That's interesting. The fact that, you know, it's sort of built around this kind of wide perimeter mm-hmm. rather than just running into the middle where you can't do that is interesting. But the problem is you get pushed back to the north of it in the, the spawns don't switch. So you're just stuck there <laughs> in this one yeah. sort of street, which is fun. It's quite cool having like a wall of attrition try to escape. But mm-hmm. again, it's one of those things where once you've done it a couple of times, it's just sort of like, come on, sw- switch the spawns. It's the on. inherent fear yeah. of, oh, we're on Piccadilly. Am I going to get spawn trapped That's in this it. game? Yep. Yeah. My, exactly my, the thing it. is, my personal problem with Piccadilly is I can't bloody see anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's me in the whole campaign. It's really bad. It's like, I feel like I'm running around and getting shot from like literally nowhere. It's like, I literally can't see you. <laughs> like the, the, the color scheme, how bright and vibrant it is. It's like, there's a part of me that just thinks, why can't I actually see mm. anyone? I can't see a Thing. I've seen people point to the lack of muzzle flashes as well. Like that they it's very hard to pin people down based on muzzle flashes. Yeah. They're not as not as pronounced or they're not as big or whatever. It just just generally Piccadilly, like I just can't seem to f- spot anyone. It's very rare that mm. I seem to manage to find people. It, playing dominate like I played domination on that most of the time when I was on that map. Mm-hmm. So I I had a rough idea like somebody's taking this. Okay, I know where people are. Mm-hmm. Playing T D on it, it's like I just I just don't have a clue. Mm. Like yes, you, yes you've got it. your UAV and everything and you and your compass at the top, which I think is a fantastic addition. Mm-hmm. But like generally that map just it's it's still kind of throwing me. I need to get back, get some more time into it, but I think I just, I need to get used to the aesthetics and know what to look Mm. for because all the other maps are much more like subdued. Whereas this is almost like the casino night zone. It is, of course. It's so bright and it's like, whoa. The thing that I really like about it is if you're playing with headphones on, which you always should be, is the the amount of little ticks and uh, sound effects that they put in each of the shops um, Mm. so that you can hear when someone triggers one of the security alarms or one of the security checks. It's really really good, yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that. There was one point, I think it's, you know, bottom right-hand store where you've got like the metal detector thing. I'm not sure if it's in every store, but I I was upstairs in there and I heard it go off and I just sort of suddenly turned around and was like waiting for this guy to go upstairs, (laughs) so scared. Uh, and that was cool. Like those visual, those, those uh, audio cues are, are awesome. And I've never really played a Call of Duty with headphones before. Josh, that man. might be oh. ridiculous, but it, Call of Duty. <laughs> and you know what? I've always done pretty well for myself. Maybe I could be better, but I've always done all right. But I'm all right. Honestly, ask him. Uh, Call of Duty <laughs> multiplayer has always been my sort of put some music on and just have a good time. Whereas this, I'm, with you on that. I'm like, no, this is this is a headphone game. I need to listen out for these loud as hell uh, footsteps. <laughs> so I know where people are because I can't see crap. Mm-hmm. And it's really good. Also, in terms of, um, like you said about getting like spawn trapped, I haven't experienced that, but I, now that I think about it, I, I thought that the spawns were rotating based on the mode. Like, if you did TDM, it peppers you around the whole map. Well, it's not always the same street. It, in, or is it? In Piccadilly, it is. Right, and okay. I don't know how you didn't pick up on this, Scott, because we were in a game the other night, well, last night, where we were just stuck at the back for ages and we couldn't get out. <laughs> so when I mentioned it this morning, you were like, what? What are you talking about, man? Scott, you were in the same game as me. You were <laughs> stuck at the back with Chances me. Chances are I was eating Doritos and donuts, so Probably. I don't know if I understood that criticism but um, yeah I really like Piccadilly in terms of the amount of um, options you have for delving into the different shops some of them connect to each other some of the wall- walls have been blown out so you can I've always found that even if someone's bearing down on you you can get round the sides and get the flank on them again um, I like the whole thing in the middle that weird little cluster of buses that's like a like an S shape of um, like playing the angles yeah. game you can kind of like take everyone on from there make a last stand in there even though you don't need to um, so another one um, is the Izzy cave we mentioned that before with like the whole left hand side of the map is the cave system I love that Which map is in the such a kill it's box. weird. I've still not actually been on it in the full release. Mm. I've still not had it in my rotation. I played a lot of it during the beta. It reminds me of it's like a good Afghan from Modern Warfare 2. Right. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. had no. Yeah, sorry, sorry, it is like Afghan. It's like a mix of Afghan and Wasteland. Okay. Yeah, Modern yeah, it is a bit Wasteland. It feels actually. like a mix of those mm-hmm. two. And I think for me, as you were saying about when you learn the map and you can think, okay, I know people are here, there's flank routes, there's that well. 
Yeah. In, uh, in you can get the job on so many people that way. No one uses it. <laughs> no, Nobody <laughs> used it. So it had always been my secret way in. Yeah. I think go around the back well. of the caves and, and go around that way. But yeah, Azir Cave is probably one of my favorites, I think. Mm-hmm. Even though, like I said, I've still not been back on it on the full release, but it's one that stuck with me yeah, so yeah. much. It has such a massive long sight line. Like you can see all the way yeah. down it and all the way back up again. And it's like, it obviously kind of plays into the, this whole sniper thing. Like it can be cheap, but you can also learn that and weaponize it as That's well. That's it. It's one of those cool things where that cave is at once both so open and yet there is a so, massive risk. You, you can you can move around it like you can see someone towards the other end but also if you're smart you can maneuver around so mm. they don't see you then you get the drop on them it's so cool i love how it accommodates both those long range sort of attacks as mm-hmm. well as like close quarters you can run around that map with the sort of a big scope on an m4 as well as uh you know a red dot sight on an mp5 yeah, yeah, yeah. and or a p90 and just have a good time mm-hmm. in that well why does no one use the well i've been down <laughs> don't that say that cave. Long, i know really everyone's gonna start doing it but every single time i've gone down that well no one else has been there and i'm like <laughs> i'm always why always, not always on edge waiting for somebody yes. to be there but like yeah no one ever uses it i've so. gone down and i've had players fight, uh, facing the other way so i just like just left right and shot both of them and um, the last one i was going to spotlight in terms of the maps is saint petrograd which is their take on st petersburg but that's the one that i feel Sorry, like the name wrong. <laughs> it is many, but it's St. Petersburg in the campaign, but it's St. Petrograd online. Yeah, whatever. Um, but the yeah, that whole thing—that's the one where it feels the most like a battlefield map. Where I felt like it does have a whole bunch of like inroads and stuff. Like you were mentioning that before about being able to flank that guy with the shotgun on the stairs. Um, but I also feel like it's just a little bit. I just, it hasn't clicked with me. If I was mm. going to point to one map that I just don't like being on, um, it would be St. Petrograd. But you're a fan, I think, Josh. Overall, yeah, I quite I, like it. It's probably like middle tier for mm. me. I think it's interesting. I like again, sort of going into those buildings buildings on the right and kind of like clearing them out. Mm-hmm. There's a cool bit towards the back left, I think, where you can get out of a window and sort of jump around the small, I think it's like a garage or something, mm. which I think is quite cool. Yeah, I like to chase Scott there. I was just yes, yeah, yeah, rooftop yeah, where Rich was that's, hanging out. That's when, uh, when I took out that guy with the shotgun, I sort of picked it that up and went it. right, and I saw, this was at the point, like, you got this, you got kicked for being inactive. <laughs> yeah, and I just, you, I don't know And why you came back in, and then it was a point when I like headshot a guy, and it was like, oh, I just, oh, that was Scott. <laughs> yeah. So, and then at one point, I was like running back towards their spawn with this, like, with the 12 gauge. Uh-huh. I picked him off this this guy who's just sitting on a stairwell, and there's like, oh, there's Scott, and I'm like, there's a guy, like other guy shooting me. It's like, guy, shut up! I don't care about you. I'm chasing <laughs> after Scott. I'm gonna jump on the roof. Floor in the rooftops. Oh, you disconnected. Oh, shot in the face. Good, <laughs> good. Me, just sit in front of him. Like, wait. Hello. Even though you sort of competed to a battlefield mm. um, uh, game. Well, map. Battlefield Five has a very similar map in terms of the St. Petersburg. Yes, yeah. yes, it, do, it does, it mm. does. But for me, this is sort of. It's kind of maybe too simplistic. Mm. I do feel like I'm either running on the left hand side or the right hand side to get to the back to go back and do Big it again. Tram line in the yeah, round the yeah. trams. It is quite exciting, like darting between the trams, waiting because that's where yeah. I'm mounting, 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 mm-hmm. mounting, yes, and stuff. Um, just jump, just hopping around the, the the trams, waiting to see somebody. Mm-hmm. Like that is quite exciting. But normally the trams, I think people are just afraid of that area because yeah. no one ever, I don't ever seem to find anyone there. Everyone's sticking to the buildings. It's instead. like the cave. It's like it's got such a massive sightline that like yeah. if you're anywhere on that main bit, you're gonna get picked off, kind of thing. I think it works for sort of headquarters I really liked playing that map yeah, uh, on that game right. mode but team deathmatch I can take or leave it <laughs> I think and we might as well end just talking about something because we can we'll probably do another podcast on this because it's such a, obviously a massive release for the end of the game end of the year and um, we mentioned spec ops before we haven't done that much on that yet but it does continue off from where the story ends supposedly um, supposedly I'm not sure how in like a really like weird tertiary way I think, it's, I, think it's it. ju- I think it's just like a oh look this takes place after the campaign call yeah like, there's, I, uh, there's like you, you're not you're not playing as the characters you're still playing as your multiplayer 
player special, mm-hmm. not specialists. What are they called? Operators, yeah, operators. which are just like cosmetic, aren't they? Mm-hmm. But you wanted, um, you wanted to um, return to Spec Ops before you mentioned it, if just in terms of, like the difficulty and stuff. Yeah, because the, the, the Spec Ops has been, split, has been split into two or mm-hmm. three if you got it on PS4. Thanks, oh. Activision mm-hmm. Sony. We did. God. Um, well, Josh did. Yeah, I know you did. <laughs> uh, the, the one bit that's like zombies, I'm not going to get till next October. <laughs> um, you've got the classic Spec Ops, which is obviously just here's your missions, go and do this again. And literally, there's only one so far, which is, I think it's just called like survival, not survival, because that's the name of the mode we've got locked off. But it's just like, hey, here's this bit from the campaign you did that's actually quite cool. Right. Here's this bit, just do it again. It's but the, it's, it's, but the, it's like, it's a lot harder. It's the sniper mission. Yeah, it's the sniper right. mission. Which is very just, like, just, just without the, the whole sniper bit at the beginning. It's yeah. just like, oh, look, everyone's coming quick, defend yourself. And it's like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's really hard because I jumped in with just one of my friends, it's just the two of us. Mm. And we were getting ruined on it. Like, it's really tough. And then we eventually went online because you can't do the bigger open world in inverted commas, open world maps mm. that they say, I think it's more like a ground war sized map mm-hmm. with just the four of you on it. And I just go, okay, go and do this, that, and the other. So what the one we did was the first one in the list, which was like, go and kill this, or go and kill these two, um, these two generals. Right. Download their data off their USB sticks they dropped. Cool. Do it again. Cool. Do it again. Yeah. Cool. Right, go to this stadium and you need to go into the server room and upload some stuff. Oh, look, they're using dial-up. It's really slow. Also, why are they, why, <laughs> why do they keep server rooms outside? Uh, but the problem with it is, like, that's that's fine. You get your vehicles to move around on. You get you can choose your class going in. You can find uh, little boxes that give you kill streaks or ammo boxes to throw down, mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's very cool. The only problem with it is there's no direction as to what's actually happening with your enemy AI. Right. It is all over the place. Because oh, really? they just go, right, here's like here's the direction you need to go in. And you think, okay, there's going to be dudes there. They're going to be shooting back at us as we're going mm-hmm. towards them. And th- that is the case to begin with. When you get to the the uh, the servers and the, the stadiums bit, it's like, cool, now they're spawning all around you in no given direction and you're being shot from every side. <laughs> it's a big open space. There's nowhere to hide. Right. There is nothing you can do. So, like, there's a you can choose a class to come in with a special ability, and basically, we all chose the medic right. because their ability is to revive everyone in one go from wherever. Because, because so if three people go down, it's like, well, click, and yeah. then everyone's up again. But it's like, that's literally the only thing that works because you're being hmm. shot from every side, and it just feels so. It's very, very unbalanced. It is really hard. That's what I've read. It is yeah. really, really hard. We managed to get so far through once before because it was me and my friend, and then two randoms who we didn't have on voice chats, and we were right. like, right, we're going this way. And there's these guys like running away over there. So we're <laughs> like, guys, come over here please and at one point it was like oh here's six tanks here's an ac or a vtol that has got like a pubes worth of fuel in it and it's like here's an rpg7 with one rocket and it's like hit take down seven tanks and the whole infantry and it's like there's four of us yeah it's it's and then and then we tried another one that was like okay stealthy way into this airport first guy runs in yeah. <laughs> and then it's like oh there's a juggernaut they've spawned right at the start of this mission it's it's really hard I think it's going to require a lot of work conceptually it's really cool and I would like to try it mm. with four people to actually have a team that we can sit we can communicate we can work out mm. how to go about it because then that's how they're you know it's spec ops it's meant to be done yeah, yeah, down to a T mm-hmm. but doing it with randoms was an absolute pain it sounds but like it it's is, like like their sort of like uh, like it is like kind of their horde mode their like raid mode or whatever yeah kind, kind of, of obviously they have got a proper survival mode which is the thing that they've locked off from non-PS4 players which sucks Oh, sucks for me on crossplay, doesn't it? <laughs> um, Can't join. But uh, like the actual concept of this open world spec ops, because there's like five or six of those bigger missions, which I'm really keen to try. Mm. 
But I'm, you know, I think we just need to get our head around it a bit more. And also, they may have to look into how it works because they just keep spawning enemies on you. But it's not right. like wave after wave; it just goes. You just get the voice of it go. There's more enemies on the way, and you go, "Oh, good, I've moved three feet. Let's stop and plant <laughs> again, and let's just try and yeah, you run out of ammo so quickly, and they're they're literally carrying a, a gun with like a mag's worth, and you think, well, good, <laughs> this is gonna go down well. Okay, but it seems like know. potentially like a um, a step forward, like a step in a certain direction that has a lot of potential, but they haven't really nailed it. Yet. Yeah, it's like it's not necessarily spec ops as you remember. Mm. The spec ops bit that you remember is one mission, which also has a reward if you complete it, which says available in November. Oh, <laughs> so cool. obviously whatever's coming up with the, the whole gun. with the whole no loot boxes at all, <laughs> that's apparently going to be I'm guessing to do with spec ops yeah. or whatever the rewards will be for that. It'll be some loot. And some It'll be charms a and It'll just crap, be another weapon blueprint thing because it can get around it with a different. Tune. At the end of the day, like I think the overall thing that I would like to say about modern warfare is the fact that I can play with you guys is the best. Hey, it is. It is. It's the best. <sighs> we had a lovely time. Scott messaged me last night when we were playing and you were like hang on Rich is coming on and yeah. I was thinking how but Rich has a PC <laughs> this does not compute he's an outsider he's an outsider and it was so cool and awesome and I liked Once it a lot the three of us and you and were all walking in one big line I took a nice little screen grab that was the first time the squad that yeah the squad finally coming together um, but yeah let us know what you think down in the comments below if you're following along on the video side of things as to what you think of Modern Warfare's soft reboot reimagining type thing or can find us on social media if you're listening along on the audio platforms for now though I've been Scott from whatculture.com this has been the what culture gaming podcast it's the ending i have forgotten but i'm gonna keep going joined by rich hudson thank you very much for listening we'll see you on the not the battlefield the, we'll see. <laughs> will you accept the call of duty i'm the titan fall i'm josh brown <laughs> goodbye we're going dark <laughs> no, he's done bye. it he's done it bye, bye. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.